0: What's up, guys? What is going on? Man, it is a glorious Sunday evening as of right now. It is, it's is—it's getting quite dark here. How are you guys doing? What's up? I am sitting here in my little office and wanted to get this podcast going this evening. I am sipping on an organic everyday detox lemon tea. Um, it is it comes to you from traditional medicinals. Uh, since nineteen seventy four, created by herbalists, it supports healthy skin and liver function. It's naturally ca- naturally caffeine free. It is delicious. I just took that was my only my second drink, and it is very good, uh, very lemony. Um, so if you don't like a whole lot of lemon flavor. I'm not going to suggest it to you, but if you do drink your tea and throw a little lemon in it, this would be a good tea to save on some lemon usage. The Organic Everyday Detox Lemon Tea. Stinging, it has stinging nettles, which you may know as a pesky and painful weed that pops up in your yard in the spring. is also well known as an all-around healthful tonic that has been traditionally combined with burdock and clevers for hundreds of years. Some of our favorite nettle is hand-picked, ouch, by wild collectors in Poland, then dried and cut before being bundled up and sent to us. Herbs that work. From field to cup, we make sure our teas deliver the benefits of these amazing plants. To deliver consistent, high-quality teas, we source organically farmed or organically Wild collected herbs from ethical trading partners, aiming for medicinal grade wherever possible. Only a small fraction of the world's herbal tea meets our high-quality standards. Uh, The personality of this tea, gentle, supportive, and helpful. Herbal power promotes healthy skin, liver, and kidney function. Good for um, maybe some recovery after a night of drinking out on the town. Reason to love. Living in an increasingly toxic world can take a toll on your body, even your skin. Responding to such concerns, our herbalist created this tea to help beautify skin by gently simulating the body's natural detoxification process. By helping the liver break down fats during digestion and promoting flushing of the kidneys... The herbs in this tea gently support the body's ability to carry away wastes. Pleasantly mild, bittersweet, and earthy, this tea is a classic European herbal combination of burdock root, stinging nettle, and clevers blended with lemon myrtle for a lemon, lemony citrus taste. The taste, balanced, bittersweet, with hints of aromatic citrus. Mm. It is a tasty tea. Tasty, tasty tea for sure. Once again, it's a non-GMO product, verified teabag and string also. Wow. Um, It's USDA organic. And again, it comes to you from traditional medicinals detox teas since 1974. And this is the everyday detox in lemon flavor. Tasty, tasty tea. For those of you that uh, know me, I love my drug rugs which are these Mexican-looking hoodies. I am currently wearing one right now, and I am super, getting super sweaty, so I'm gonna take it off. Might might cause some, uh, some ruckus on the mic, but wow, it is toasty. It is uh, about 30 degrees outside with uh, wind chill, uh, bringing it down to about 12, so I have been inside the majority of the day, getting some laundry and whatnot done, but that is not the point or topic of today's podcast. Today's podcast is going to be about bison roundup. Yes, I said that correctly, bison roundup. Over the past few weeks, I've been preparing for roundup, um, greasing our corral system, setting out bales of hay, caking the bison, doing all manner of things, setting up windscreens, you name it. Um, If it can help us the day of, I have tried to do that the past few weeks. Um, myself and uh, my boss, Chris. And we have both been uh, putting in a ton of hours and trying to get a lot of stuff done to prepare for Roundup. Roundup was this week, and it went very smooth. So the, the premise behind Bison Roundup is that we round up all the animals um, and we tag new calves, and then we generally take back and take our yearlings out of the herd and end up selling them to a grass-fed meat company um, to basically uh, self-fund our project here. So that's the, the, main, the main points of, of Roundup, and yeah, it went really good. It, uh, we, had, we had people from um, all over con- the conservancy come in um, from Minnesota, South Dakota, and North Dakota. Um, there were a total of eleven of us here this year, which is a a ton of people. Um, but it made for roundup made roundup a lot easier. So, um, yeah, we had a lot of people. They came in on Tuesday evening. Um, we had a little kind of a get together, and Chris was able to um, teach everybody about um, the terrain that they were going to be dealing with, the kind of strategies behind um, roundup, what we we're going to be doing, and what they could kind of you know, come to expect within the next few days, even though generally the plan is going to change the minute you get out on the prairie and start chasing bison. So, um, Wednesday morning, it started, we started pretty early, not as early as we would have, um, you know, not like a normal day of work. I, I got started at about seven in the morning trying to get stuff ready. Um, and everybody else started coming out at about eight thirty um, and helping, uh, get some extra windscreen set up, getting machines uh, fueled up, and that kind of thing. So we got started around nine, nine thirty. We got out onto the prairie um, in the central unit. Our herd was in our sanctuary pasture, so we had Chris and I had went out, had gone out to harvest a, a couple bison. Um, a couple weeks prior and ended up ended up trapping the entire herd in our sanctuary pasture which connects to our trap pasture which connects to our uh, corral system so we had them in a pretty good spot um, right off the bat um, and we uh, including the 11 of us we had three neighbors come over and assist um, two of them ride dirt bikes and the other one has a as a four-wheeler and uh, they're pretty much instrumental in a lot of the the stuff when it comes to rounding up, um, that we do, so they are they are very important. Um, but we got everybody out on the prairie. Um, myself and another individual were in a truck, and we had a basically a, a machine that dumps out um, range cake to the bison. Um, I can drive out there in the truck and basically give a few honks, and the the majority of the herd will come running to us. Um, And that's what they did. We caked them for a little while and then I basically called in um, the reinforcements and all the ATVs and UTVs and dirt bikes and stuff popped over the hill and uh, tried to start rounding them up. That did not work very well because all of the bison heard them and as soon as they heard them, before they even saw them come up over the hill, they took off and started running um, away from the, the cake truck, which is what I was in. So they piled up in this corner, um, we kind of repositioned, and the machines basically uh, just pushed them, pushed them south and east, and got them up along our wing fence, and pushed them into our trap pasture with ease. I mean, it was, it was incredible. I mean, just seeing a Roundup from last year, how much of a kind of a shit show it was, um, you know, groups of bison breaking off and running all over the place, um, and just kind of swirling everywhere. Um, that did not happen whatsoever from my point of view, um, during this roundup. So it went inc- incredibly smooth. I mean, we, we got out on the prairie, you know, nine 30, 10, and we had the herd in the secured in the trap pasture, um, you know, by ten thirty. So it was, it was incredible how fast it went. And, you know, at that time, we were like, okay, you know, that was kind of gonna be our <laughs> our day, really. I mean, that was what the majority of the morning was gonna be before, for. Um, was rounding up the central herd, but it went so fast. Um, we all got back to up to the office and the shop, and immediately we hooked up. Um, well, we had one of the one of our stock trailers hooked up to our one ton, um, so we started loading ATVs in there. I hooked up a car trailer um, to our three quarter ton, and we. Um, loaded up our UTV and our 6x6 on that, and we made a break for the south unit. Um, The plan for the south unit was the same, basically round them up um, and get them into our trap pasture. So we had um, half of the herd in the trap pasture and the other half outside of the trap pasture. So what we had to do is um, we basically had to open one gate, we had to leave someone at that gate, and then the machines went out and rounded the rest of the herd up and just like the central unit, it went incredibly smooth. It took them about 10 minutes to find the herd and bring them in, um, and then at that time, the entire herd was inside the trap pasture, um, and <laughs> we had brought some stuff down to work the animals, um, but uh, not everything, so we have kind of forgot a table um, and some just little things, um, but we were able to, to get the machines and trucks um, and pushed the pushed the animals into the corral, which um, was going a little crazy right at right at the end um, when they were going into the corral. Some of the animals hit a hit a gate and uh, ended up closing it, and so about 15 animals were trapped inside this wing fence with all the vehicles um, behind them. And so they started freaking out. They uh, a couple big bulls uh, snapped. I think three. Uh, you know, 12 foot, 6 inch in diameter, um, wooden uh, round posts, and uh, but didn't bring the fence down. Um, but we were able to, to let the big bulls out and um, go open the, open the gate and push the, the cows, calves, and yearlings that were in there um, into the fence without any other issue. But it, it could have turned out a lot worse than it did, um, but I'm glad it, it uh, didn't go that far. So we got those animals in um, and we just basically started going to work. I worked um, two gates <coughs> excuse me. I worked I worked two gates and um, then I was communicating with an individual to open up two other gates that were below me to basically let them into the final to let animals into the Berlinic, which is kind of our final stages into getting into the chute and, uh, getting tagged, so I had a gate to open going into there, and then we were releasing, um, cows and bulls that have already been tagged, um, back out into the pasture, so I was working a few gates, um, and a couple of guys were basically running bison through the, um, corral system, and into our, uh, basically three-gate alleyway, um, we were able to, to separate animals, um, with, you know, calves, yearlings, and cows and bulls, um, and get them into the box where I was set up at and then I was able to push them either into the Berlinic to get tagged and separated um, whether it be yearlings or calves and then we pushed out um, cows and and bulls from there as well so that whole process <coughs> um, took about three hours um, this was after lunch um, we worked about a hundred animals so um, bison are. <laughs> I don't think anything like cattle. I mean, I've never really worked with cattle before, but just the their temperament—they um, were, you know, they did not want to be in the corral at all. So they were extremely pissed, and I wanted to get out of there. But yeah, it went went really smooth. Um, it's it's kind of crazy how it took us, you know, three or four weeks of preparation, set up, you know, just getting things in order. And in the first day we rounded up both herds and we worked the entire south herd so I mean it was it was it was a crazy first day um, and just it went it went by so fast and um, you know I was glad I'm glad I was able to be a part of it and because you know it's it's something that is just a crazy cool experience so you know we worked worked the south herd and you know got back to the house and were able to sit down and have a few beers and chit chat over dinner and uh yeah i mean take things you know uh as easy as possible when we got back to the to the house so um the next morning we weren't going to start until like 10 and let it warm up a little bit um my bosses thought we'd be out of there by hike one um but the bison definitely had different plans for us the second day um the herd was in the trap pasture but we had to bring him into the corral um, and they were not having any of it. Um, they were swirling on everybody um, and, and breaking ranks. Not, not coming into the corral is easy. Um, so we had, we had to get two trucks and every single machine um, out, on the, out on the prairie to get these bison um, into the corral. So we got the first section in. We had split the herd in, in half um, just so that way when we were working them in the corral, the entire herd wasn't in there. So we got one half of the herd in there and started working them through the corral. So um, this time I was basically a flag guy. <laughs> so I was I was splitting off animals in the corral um, and pushing them into our gate system to where they would start getting worked um, and separated, you know, same thing, cows, bulls being <clears throat> pushed out of the corral uh, back into the pasture, and then yearlings and calves being uh, put in the chute and separated um, in the, in the gathering pins. So, and you know, again, that went so fast. I mean, you know, we were, we started everything at 10. We had some issues bringing animals into the corral and whatnot. Um, but it went crazy smooth after that. Um, so we worked that, that first half through, um, and then we were able to get the second group in kind of piece by piece. It took us about three times to actually get the entire herd in. Um, And we worked them through as well, the same thing. Uh, I was running a flag, and uh, we ran them into into boxes, and and they worked them through the corral. So it was another awesome day. Um, We finished up at like 3.30 or 4 around there. Um, We were doing some odd stuff at the end of the day. Um, I uh, brought them bales, um, the yearlings, and and, uh, the calves. The calves we let back out in the pasture um, so they could be with their moms, um, but we, we kept back the yearlings again, and, uh, so I hayed them, um, and prior to that, we'd brought up, um, all the yearlings from the south herd, and put them in the corral system in the central unit, just so that, you know, over the weekend, I could keep an eye on them, hay them, water them, that kind of thing, um, and so, they were all in there, um, you know, at the end of the day, I was, uh, bringing them hay, and, uh, making sure they had enough water, and and that kind of thing. Um, We had some individuals here that helped us with some welding projects. Um, You know, people just always wanting to throw in, throw in a helping hand. Um, It was awesome. So, uh, yeah, then, I mean, that was Thursday. (laughs) Everybody got here on a Tuesday. We worked stuff Wednesday, Thursday. Um, You know, and everybody ended up staying for Friday. They were going to kind of get out in the morning, um, you know, whether it be 8, 9, or 10, somewhere around in there. Um, Chris and I had a lot of, a lot more stuff to do <laughs> um, after that. Um, it started to cool off this weekend, and that Friday, you know, it was getting up to, like, 60 degrees. So we were able to tell everyone by um, and get down to the south unit. We had to hook up the Berlinic and haul it back. Um, the Berlinic is basically a big trailer um, shoot system. And uh, we got all the windscreens down there taken down and got the south, um, south corral... And everything um, tidied up, and yeah, so it was it was a great way to end the week week, um, and a good way to start the weekend. Um, but yeah, roundup this year went crazy good. Um, our my boss was able to f- actually find a buyer um, kind of last minute. We had some buyers um, kind of dump us last minute, and uh, but we we're able to you know get 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 someone back who's willing to purchase our animals, and uh, yeah, so. Roundup went, went really well, um, yeah, and so then, you know, this weekend I've just kind of been keeping an eye on him here, um, ran some errands Friday afternoon, that way I could kind of be here all weekend, um, to watch him. so, uh, yeah, if you guys have any questions, you know, um, shoot me, uh, an email, or anything, you know, get in contact with me, get in contact with me, if you want, and, um, Ask me about Roundup or Bison or any kind of questions you guys may have. I'd be glad to answer them. And, uh, yeah. So, yep. That's a, a wrap on today's podcast. I know it was a fast one, but I'm kind of beat and uh, want to just relax this evening. But I did want to get this out, talk a little bit about Roundup. Um, you know, make sure I was keeping, keeping everybody up to date on what the heck's going on. Um, I actually have my phone back now um, thanks to my my madre, um, she has done an, an amazing amount of uh, stuff for me over the past few weeks trying to help me get this freaking phone situation figured out. But we got it got it fixed, taken care of, and we're good to go. Um, so thanks for listening to this podcast, and I hope you guys have a good week. And I will be back on here uh, next Sunday. So thank you guys. Peace.